0: This is episode 13 of the One Idea Podcast, local marketing for brick-and-mortar businesses. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, an award-winning strategy and digital consulting firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you're looking to build your brand and generate massive leads and revenue book a marketing consulting call at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified management marketing consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. Last week, I was on a rope trip to Penang in Malaysia with my family. I also took the opportunity to meet up with an Evolve and Adapt team member based in Penang. Along the way, we stopped by Ipoh, which is a sleepy old mining town. When in Ipoh, we wanted to buy traditional peanut candy, which is like small sweet groundnut bars. So just imagine a granola bar, but peanuts. We asked the staff at the coffee shop that we were having lunch at for a recommendation. And he recommended, in his own opinion, the best one which was within walking distance. The old Ipoh town is very small in any case and everything would be within walking distance. As we headed towards the shop, I noticed that it had caught my attention as we were driving into town. The signboard for the shop was very distinctive and eye-catching. More importantly, it had the words Peanut Candy Shop in the shop's name. This was a clear brand message. So the recommendation from the coffee shop coupled with the signboard and name did inspire confidence that it was probably a good shop. When we walked in, the peanut candy shop was also filled with people with a long queue of people waiting to pay. This is another indication that the shop is good or at least perceived to be good and is popular. The above story is a very common occurrence for tourists new to a city and even for locals looking for a specific business that they're not familiar with. Brick-and-mortar businesses rely on local recommendations and their visual branding such as signboards, brand names, taglines, and marketing communication. Brick-and-mortar businesses are businesses that have physical locations and need to attract customers to these physical places of business. Typical brick-and-mortar businesses include retail shops, food and beverage and hospitality outlets like restaurants, cafes, and hotels hair salons, spas and beauty parlours, repair shops, workshops and service centres, and medical clinics like general practitioners and dentists. In today's digitally evolving world, brick and mortar businesses cannot just rely on traditional word of mouth and billboarding. They need to ensure they can get the same marketing boost in the online space. The equivalent of everything I've discussed in the digital world is known as local SEO or local search engine optimization. In essence, local SEO is a search engine optimization strategy that helps businesses to be more visible in local search results on Google. The key word is local. The best simple example I can give is this. If you're looking to eat pizza, You may do a Google search and look for pizza in your particular location or simply search for best pizza near me. If your location tracking is on, Google will provide you with a list of results of pizza restaurants near you. This is why it is called local SEO. The organic search results are localized to the area you are in. As such, local SEO is very important for any business but it's especially important for any business that has a physical location or serves a geographical area. So now that you know the importance of local SEO for brick and mortar businesses, how do you actually go about optimizing local SEO for your business? Here are eight local SEO tips from one idea. Number one, create a Google business profile. This is probably the most important thing you need to do. So what is this Google business profile? Now, if you Google, let's say your company name or a business's name, look at the right-hand side of the page. This assumes you're on the desktop version of Google. That means you're searching on your laptop or on your personal computer. So look at the search results and look at the right-hand side. For an established business or most good businesses, there'll always be a profile of this business by the side. This will include the name of the business, the location, contact information, and other things that are relevant to the business. This is known as a Google business profile. Some businesses, which may be more established, might actually have an automated created business profile, but the business owner will still need to claim the profile and optimize it. If your business does not have a Google business profile, you need to create one. It is not that complicated. I will not go through the mechanics here, but you can simply Google how to create a Google business profile, follow all the steps and set your profile up. As a brick and mortar business with a physical location, the most important thing you have to do is claim that physical location or address and link it to your business. The way to do this is to submit a claim and Google will send you a snail mail to your physical address with a PIN number. You then verify your business to the address with that PIN number. I know, it's ironic that it's so old school. But in any case, what you really want to do is to link this physical address with your business so that Google can show this on their organic search results as well as on Google Maps, which is really important for local SEO. Other things that you want to fill out to optimize your Google business profile is to put in information about your business. If you're an f outlet, you want to have your menu. If you're a beauty salon, you want your list of services there. You want to update opening hours include photographs of your business, both the outside signage as well as the inside. Outside is very important so that people can use it as a reference if they're looking for your location and they are walking down the street and if they have a photograph of your exterior such as your signboard or shop front, uh, this makes it very easy for them to find. You also want to put photographs of your interior and different products or services that you offer. Video is also very useful because video is very engaging and it's just another media for you to communicate your marketing. Number two, optimize your website for mobile. If you do not have a website, you need to build a website for your business. Even if you have a brick and mortar business, you need a website in today's age. In most cases, you also want to conduct business on the website if possible. If you have a retail shop, Besides just selling at your physical location, you need to offer online sales, not just on your website, but also popular online marketplaces. In any case, even if you do not intend to do any e-commerce over your website, you should have your website to establish authority and your own online presence beyond just social media channels. So when you build a website, or if you already have a website, one important thing to ensure is that it is optimized for mobile, what we call mobile friendliness, or having a responsive design. Now, this may sound a bit technical or complex, but really it's very simple. It means your website is designed in such a way that it will look good on any device, whether it's on a laptop, an iPad, or on a mobile phone. Now it's very important to have responsive design so that the website resizes and presents itself in the best way possible for good user experience, especially on mobile. Because more than 80% of users use mobile for Google searches, and in a sense, Local SEO was actually intended for mobile users because people would be on the go and they'll be using their mobile devices to look for certain locations or certain businesses. And that is when the results will be shown because their phone would generally have location tracking turned on and Google will show them results localized to their location. So it's very important your website is built for mobile. Number three. Optimize local SEO with local content. So what is local content? Basically, it's content including words, text, images, or video that's relevant to this geographical location. So you want to ensure that Google can tell that your business is really catering for a specific local business or a market in a specific geographical location. Therefore, if you put local content in your main page content or blog articles and ensure that certain keywords are present throughout your pages, this will really help Google understand your site and understand that you are catering for specific local audience. Number four, social media profiles and management. Optimize your social media profiles with your local address and directions and all the information you would in your Google business profile. That means if you have a Facebook page, LinkedIn page, Instagram page, TikTok page, or whatever social media channel might be popular in your location, you want to make sure that all this local information is also updated in your profile as well as your content. Number five, put your location in strategic parts of your website. Now this is a bit sneaky, but it is a local SEO tactic. So put your location, not just in your contact page, but you can mention local roads, local landmarks, which are near your place, or just even slangs or colloquial phrases that might be relevant or related to your business or your location. Now, if you put these in different parts of your website, so not just in the contact page, but in different pages and different metadata parts of your website, this can really help with your local SEO. So where are these locations? So let me give you some examples. The headings, which are basically the titles in your website. This could be the main page title or even subheadings within a page. So if you put a certain local location or address within those headings, it can really help the body copy or text, which is basically the main content of your page. If you can repeat your location or again, different phrases which are related to your localization, this will help if you repeat it throughout the body copy or text throughout your website. You can also include your location in your website's meta description. Now you will need to know how to edit it if you are using a content management system like WordPress, it's very easy to access the metadata, which is basically information which is underlying coding and not really seen on the front of your website or the front end of your website. But metadata is very important as this is the information that Google reads to better understand your website. And finally, you can also include your location in your footer, which is at the bottom of every page in your website. Number six, online reviews. This is what is known as social proof in digital marketing. Get your customers to leave reviews on Google, Facebook, or review sites like Yelp. The more reviews, the better. And of course, you do want as favorable reviews as possible. Get your friends and family to kickstart this so that you have some reviews and positive reviews on these different channels. If you have to bribe your customers, offer them a discount, some kind of coupon, or even a gift if they leave a positive review on any of these channels. Positive reviews tell Google that their users like this particular business and therefore is more likely to show it higher in the rankings. Number seven, submit your website to local directories. Local directories would be akin to the traditional yellow pages. Basically, they are websites which tend to put a listing of different businesses in different product categories in a way to showcase them. So these can include sites like Yelp, Zagat, TripAdvisor, or Best Of type sites. You can also have magazine sites or review sites, or even some bloggers would put together a list of their top 10 favorite restaurants or top 10 pizza parlors or top 10 sporting goods stores. So if you can get your website to these local directories, it can really help raise the visibility for both users and for Google. Because in SEO jargon, this is known as off-page SEO. Off-page SEO is what I like to call online word of mouth. So for example, if you go to a hawker center and you ask around and say, which is the best chicken rice shop? If eight out of 10 people tell you that one particular store is the best, you're more likely to try it than the others. Hence, off-page SEO is like online word of mouth. By putting yourself in many different websites, which are recommending, shops or businesses in your product category, they're sort of providing you with online referrals or recommendations. So this can be very useful to build your business. And finally, number eight, keep your information up to date. This is really important to signal not just to users that your business is still up and running, but to let Google know. So Always update your working hours and opening hours on your Google business profile, as well as your social media profiles and website. In fact, Google will prompt you and ask you if your business is open if a public holiday is upcoming. So go ahead and update that and that will really help with your local SEO. The one idea of this episode, is if you own or work for a brick and mortar business, it is essential to optimize your local SEO. You do not need to hire a professional to do it as you can follow the tips I gave above and implement a lot of the tactics. Of course, you could hire a marketing agency or a freelancer to set everything up for you and use my eight tips as a checklist. The digital evolving world and the pandemic have taken its toll on brick and mortar businesses. So it is essential to ensure your marketing is optimized so that your business can be profitable and successful. A brick and mortar business has one big advantage over online stores in that it can tap on digital marketing while at the same time attract eyeballs and visits due to its physical presence. And brick and mortar businesses have the ability to connect with customers in a tangible way with real life experience. By using hybrid marketing, which combines the best of online and offline marketing, you can increase your chances of success in a competitive market. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E-E-Y-E-D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow. So please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum and this has been One Idea.